cliffcentral.com. George Meany, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. And you, Gareth? How was your trip? Good. Awesome. George, have you changed the art in the background there? That looks nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll put a couple of... Well, it's just ah, a little bit closer. Very nice, George. Look at that. Nice. Look at what's going on. And there's some fancy lighting going on there too. George, very professional. You know, we got a complaint from someone who listens to the show this week about some of our guests mm. who, who come on and some of our regulars who come on and have shitty sound and they don't have a very nice uh, camera and they don't have a good picture. No one has ever said that about you because from... The very beginning of the show going online, because you used to come into studio just like we did, uh, you had it very professionally set up. So many kudos, yeah. George, to you uh, for getting this right. And it's not it's not hard to do, right, George? Tell everybody. No, it's we not may have jinxed it though, because George, your screen is a little bit bouncy. I just thought I'd put it out there. Huh. Well, yeah, it's probably so, because I moved my chair now. So, uh, yes, Leanne. Leanne, who didn't even pitch for last week's shows. I mean, she's giving you trouble. Can you imagine? <laughs> so, George, well done. No, seriously, it's, it's, it's not hard to do this stuff, right? People need to learn to, to use this, um, this new means of communication because this is how we do meetings and things now. You do it better and you can talk to people all over the world. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, I think you could take a cue from a guest you had on before, which was, uh, uh you know, a friend of yours and mine, uh, Rich Gareth, which is Richard Mulholland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember that show that you did mm, with him yes. where, uh, you know, he, he said the way you're perceived on a video is as important as the way you're perceived in a meeting room. Right. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and, and I think, I think that kind of aesthetic is important. You get, you often get people on video that I have meetings with and, you know, I feel like the, the camera's at the bottom and you're looking up their nose, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just it's terrible and it's not just us because i watched um something on the news the other day where one of the ministers was sitting like this like yeah it's like you're the baby in the cradle looking up (laughs) all right let's move let's move on we've got uh, a huge agenda of things to talk to george about this morning where do you want to start well i want to start with a uh, a lockdown project a father and son lockdown project as a matter of fact Mm -hmm. uh and let me just the link to you there, Gareth. Um, a father and son lockdown project. So uh, uh, they had nothing better to do, this father and son. So they decided to build or turn this nice. Ford Fiesta. Remember, we were talking about this this boat car yes. truck thing a couple yes. of weeks ago. Um, and that one couldn't go on the water. Uh-huh. This one can actually go on the water. Ah, proper James Bond. Um, do you think they heard us saying, why build a car that looks like a boat if it costs? So this father and son duo um, actually fixed it. So, so this car can actually drive on the, uh, on the road and it can go on the water. Massive, cool. massive improvement. So I like this. The, the fact that it is completely amphibious is what sells it to me. Father and son team proving that you don't need a huge team of engineers. You don't need massive uh, corporate money behind you. You can do this. Ladies and gentlemen, the ingenuity of humanity is best displayed by examples of this kind of thing. And I mean, you could have chosen a better car than a Ford, but eh, what am I? Yeah, what do I know about this? <laughs> well, yeah, there we go, I suppose. Um, you know, sticking with Ford, however, mm-hmm. um, Ford has uh, uh, tested traffic lights um, in, uh, uh, in the United States uh, along with a, uh, a Ford Cougar plug-in hybrid. So, um, so what the principle was is that they're trying to – 
create this Internet of Things environment where emergency vehicles can talk to traffic lights and clear the path for emergency vehicles, which I think is a brilliant concept. Whether it would work in South Africa or not, another story because of you know taxis blocking yeah. intersections and all that stuff. But uh, uh, but the the car talks to the traffic lights, the traffic lights talks to uh, talk to the car, and the traffic lights kind of indicates to the car how long it will take for the traffic lights to clear the path. And then the car, uh, with adaptive cruise control, adjusts its speed to make sure that its path is actually smooth. That sounds mm. wild. Love uh, that. So what is your experience then as a driver? The, the thing, the car kind of takes control. Pretty much, yes. So, uh, you know, I mean, level two autonomy at the moment is, uh, uh, is, is the stuff that we see, you, the C-class that you're busy driving from, from full uh, Garris probably got a da- level two autonomy, which is adaptive yeah. cruise control. It keeps within the lane yes. and it follows the car in front of you. Um, uh, level three, four, and well, five is a bit of a, sh- a stretch, um, actually means that the driver doesn't have to be as attentive as with adaptive cruise control. Um, and the car takes over. That's fantastic. I must tell you, this car, um, again, this new C-Class that I'm driving of Phil's, it's, um, when, you, when you are too close to a car, it warns you, but it also slows itself down. So you don't have any of that jittery kind of – because you know how people drive. It gives you a little beep, but then it actually gets louder and louder, and it's got a little triangle that comes up on the screen in front of you. It's an amazing thing. Before Adaptive cruise control. Yeah, and before, George, let's be honest, we would have smashed into each other before these things were available and and now the car's doing a lot of the forward thinking for you and it's not a bad thing humans are not we're not as sharp as we think we are it's not not a bad thing but i kind of feel proud that i'm still doing all the work in my choriki no you can feel proud but you also feel poor Well, uh, we'll get to my last story, which is which is built just for Leanne and and, and around this topic. All right. So, uh, okay. So, so wait, wait till the end, Leanne. You're gonna you're gonna love the one at the end. So, okay. uh, um, so, so, so that's the the Ford Cougar um, with the uh, adaptive cruise control, or should I say, a, a level of autonomy and uh, and the Internet of Things. And a very different story is. Um, in Vancouver, uh, a cyclist was knocked over. Now, I'm, I, I, I used to be a cyclist. I used to cycle, you know, 100, 200 kilometers a week. So, so I understand sure. the complexities of being a cyclist on the road. Cyclists sometimes are a little bit reckless and they don't realize that they're, you know, they're squishy human beings with no protection and, uh, uh, you know, and should really be really careful because if you get knocked by a car, you, it can hurt. Um, but this uh, this particular cyclist by the name of Ben Bolliger, um, Bolliger, mm. unfortunate. Uh, it's a very unfortunate a, name. Let's just say to start off with. I mean, it's bad enough being a cyclist, mm. but what a horrible name. <laughs> he was struck by a car right. um, while cycling. That's not um, good. He had uh, he had to go under, uh, undergo surgery. He had sure. uh, CAT scans, X rays, um, twenty six therapy sessions, ten rehab sessions, two splints, one in his arm. So he was seriously banged up from uh, from this car that that had hit him. Next minute, in the mail, he gets a bill for fifty five thousand rands repair to the car that knocked him. You're joking. No. How's that? Is that is this lawyering? Is this bad bad lawyers doing what bad lawyers do? That's what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's just a little bit of bad lawyering that um, he 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 got this bill, which you know, I mean, I think it's a little bit little bit unfair because uh, uh, it's 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 really the insurance company, I think, chasing whoever 
they assumed was in the wrong because what the driver of the car said was that he skipped a stop street. Oh. And that's why it was his fault. Well, that let the lawyers do what lawyers do, but I think it's really unfair to take that out on a guy who's already been um, smashed around as much as this. And also, I often say mean things about cyclists, but I want to be clear about this. I don't believe that it's okay to smash into them. I don't. I mean, it sounds obvious, but uh, you know, Leanne, did they ever find that guy who who hit your dad while he was on his uh, bicycle? No, the footage um, because it was dawn and it was around six in the morning the car had its lights on so the the camera that caught him oh boy um the lights were too bright to read the number plate oh man you see it happens it happens here in south africa too yeah uh, all right george what, what else you got for us last story just for leanne and that is nine of the most pointless features inside a car Okay. Um, <clears throat> the first is a tachometer or the rev counter. What is the point of the rev counter in today's car? Uh, the car manages everything. Why would you need to know how far, how, how fast the engine is? Right. The second is those flappy paddles behind the steering wheel in an automatic vehicle. Why would you want that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, isn't mm-hmm. that just because people who watch Formula One want to think that they're changing gears yeah, like the Formula yeah, One driver? Yeah, right, like right. Tiptronic. Right. <laughs> tiptronic, yes. The, the third one is a sunroof. How often do people actually use their sunroof in their car? What is the point of a sunroof? I don't know. I know. Yeah, cars, I know. cars are temperature controlled to such a point now that you probably wouldn't. But doesn't it create uh, a bit of a breeze? I know some people who like a sunroof and, and it's important for them. I, I think you're right, George. It doesn't matter to me, maybe, but to some people, it's a massive thing. Maybe it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I'm not going to go through all nine, but uh, um, a launch control. Mm. So, uh, what you is know, that again? So you push a button on the dashboard, you're standing at a traffic light, and the car manages its launch off the mark at the fastest pace that it can um, without the risk. Oh. Um, yeah, hmm. Launch um, control. So while I was talking to Phil, you actually messaged me, George. I've just seen it now. With, with the touch screens that I was trying to articulate in my sort of baboon Neanderthal way, because I don't know any of this stuff, you, you have the terms that you can actually understand here. So there are two kinds of systems for touch screens. Explain, yes. this, explain this to everybody. So the old system for touchscreens, which you still see in the banking environment to a large degree, if you go to an ATM, yes. is called uh, uh, is called resistive touch. So you have to actually put pressure on the screen in order to get something right. to happen. Okay, uh, it, it's 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 pressure based. Whereas um, Apple actually uh, made it popular with the iPhone, and it's called capacitive touch. So um, it, you know you can touch it very lightly, and it still works. Okay, see, so we, we we learn new things hmm. every day. And uh, let's take out all those stupid things from cars that we don't need and keep putting in the things that we do because they're becoming very advanced and it is more exciting than ever to be in a new car. If you see the difference between what we were driving like just 10 years ago and now, it's just phenomenal. Exactly. And I meant what I said, George, when it comes to the electric vehicles, you're like the biggest disciple of all. You keep us informed on that front too. So it's good to have those updates from you every week. Yes, and uh, uh, watch the space because um, I'm going to get to drive the Audi e-tron GT soon. Mm. Um, mm. Very forward to. That's amazing. Right. Have a happy weekend, everybody. We will see you on Monday. Cliffcentral.com.